welcome to 2023. Have you thought about your resolutions? Are you concerned about how to get those actually happen in your life? Stay tuned for this and some other exciting news and updates for American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Welcome to American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast. I'm excited to start another year with you. I am Deanne Taylor, and I'm here with co-host Tamara Anderson. We're so excited to be here to start the year together with you. We have some interesting updates for the American Mothers podcast would like to share with you. We want to make this sustainable for everybody involved in the podcast. And we thank all those who support us and help us with this program. But we are mothers also and busy in our lives. So to keep this sustainable and bring you the best quality, we are changing our timing to the first and third Tuesdays of every month. And I know you understand that, but we will still be here and all the past podcasts will still be available if you're missing us on a week that we're not going to be podcasting live for you. So continue to join with us. We have some great episodes scheduled for you this coming year. So we look forward to your continued support. Thank you. Tamara, anything else that we should mention? Well, I think you've covered so many of the bases already that First of all, we as moms are busy. We juggle so many things. And that's part of the reason that we're switching to this being twice a month. Another thing that I think this transitions into the topic that we're talking about today is as busy mothers, how do we set goals or how do we set resolutions without feeling guilty or beating ourselves up that, oh my gosh, it's one more thing. And I can't even think of one more thing that I can add to my plate right now. This is a real thing that we struggle with as moms. Do you know what I mean? There's so many things that we do on a daily basis, just taking care of the children that are in our care that sometimes setting goals is like last on the list. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, absolutely. In fact, throughout my life, I've never really liked the resolution aspect of things because, you know, the percentages. Oh, yeah. They just don't seem to ever happen and you fall off the wagon, so to say, (laughs) the resolution wagon, and didn't want to be a failure in one more thing in my life. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Well, we beat ourselves up so many times because... I think there is that image in our brain that we have to be a perfect mom. And and let's just kind of bust that image right now. Just say there are no perfect mothers out there. Okay. So don't feel like you have to measure up to some ideal of perfection because it really doesn't exist. I think as a mom, as I look back on my life, I've evolved as a mother. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I remember that first week of motherhood when I had my first child and just getting a shower in. Oh my gosh, (laughs) Deanne. Like I didn't know how to do that with a baby. You know what I mean? I was just like, I have 
I don't even know, but I look at where I am now, you know, these, let's see, my son is 25. So 25 and a half years later, and I have completely evolved and changed and learned to multitask. And so I have totally evolved as a mother. I've become a better person. I've learned to do things that I couldn't do when I was a new mom. Mm -hmm. And so I think we don't give ourselves enough credit as women, the little tiny baby steps that we're taking every single day, every single week, how we learn to become more flexible with the challenges that we're facing. Some women end up going from shared parenthood to single parenthood. Do you know what I mean? And so- going through those transitions and helping your children transition. It's hard work, but we don't give ourselves credit for the progress that we're making along the way, whether it's a goal that's written down or not. Do you know what I mean? Right. Oh, absolutely. I like the point that I was reading somewhere in the past that if you have a goal or resolution or whatever, even if you make 10% of that, 80% is great. Mm -hmm. 10% is a, is a big step. Yeah. So even if you progress, maybe not as far as you wanted to, but you make a little progress, then you're becoming a better person and you can feel proud about that accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't reach your ultimate goal, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You started towards it and there's more time. Yeah. And then at that point, at even 10%, 15% into it, you might need to think, oh, well, this isn't going where I thought it would. So adjust it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're moms. We have to be flexible. We have to adjust all the time. And uh, like you said, you don't beat yourself up for it. You embrace and give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. I like some of the mothers I've talked to says, I have to give myself grace and allow me to not be perfect and allow me to be able to grow in the process of mothering. And as we do that, we can also be more open to allow that to our children and our family members and other people. And I think that's part of growth in the process. Yeah. Well, and if you pause and think about it, isn't that the example you want to set for your children? Yes. That, that we can make progress and celebrate progress. I think so often we kind of hang our ideas on the idea, like this is where I want to be this pie in the sky type thing. And we don't stop back and look at how far we've come. So celebrate the progress that you're making. I know just go back and look through the pictures on your phone and see where you were last year. I happened to do that just earlier today. And I was like, oh my goodness, I remember that. And I remember being at that spot. And it's interesting to kind of look at, oh, here I am this year. And I'm a different person than I was last year. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? At this point, and I've learned some things and things have shifted. And also I think, I think it's important to realize that at different seasons of your life, you're going to be a different woman. You're going to be a different mother than you were at other seasons of your life. When my children were little, my life looked totally different than it does now that I have all adult children. And that's a transition that we made this year. And it's different parenting adult kids. (laughs) Uh, yes, since all of mine are adult children. Yes, my youngest is, I'm going to say 36, and I could be a, a year off. Um, <laughs> but my oldest will turn 52 this year, and it blows my mind that I have an adult child who's raising adult children. Yeah. I'm a great grandmother. 
I mean, those are a little kid. You go, I wait till I'm a mom. Well, then wait till you're a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Now, just enjoy it as a great grandmother. Unfortunately, they're all long distance. But anyway, you grow. Life is a, a constant state of growth and change. And we need to accept that in our lives. Mm-hmm. We can set resolutions. We talked about resolutions and goals. Mm-hmm. Resolution is an overarching concept of something you'd like to eventually be there but to achieve that you really need to break those down into goals and the things that will be incrementally uh, achievable steps towards that ultimate resolution and I think that's where many of us fail on our resolutions because we see this big picture but we don't have steps to get there yeah and that's important that they go together so don't balk at resolutions don't panic <laughs> and don't panic at goal setting either make them doable steps they don't have to be big huge steps let's take it in small chunks yeah so you don't get discouraged you yeah. don't get frustrated and your family doesn't have to endure that with you yeah they want to celebrate with you talk about celebrating with somebody you were talking about accountability partners earlier yeah. when we were talking about this. Share that idea. Oh, well, I've been blessed the last couple of years as I've kind of been approaching that point where most of my children are moving out of the house and all that kind of stuff to kind of step back and reevaluate, okay, who am I <laughs> mm-hmm. if I'm not a full-time mother anymore? Do you know what I mean? And kind of looking at my life through a different lens. and um. And, and being able to say, okay, I have a little more free time now. How do I want to spend that time? Do a podcast with me. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that that time really does get sucked up, you know? And so deciding where I want to be. And so I was blessed a couple of years ago, I joined an accountability group and they taught me a couple of key concepts that really have shifted the way I set and achieve goals. And one of the concepts that we were taught is that we have one key goal that we're working on at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's a good and, idea. And, and because I think sometimes at the beginning of a new year, we're like, well, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And one of the key things that you learn anytime you're establishing a habit is that it takes like 21 days or something like that to form that habit. But it's important to just focus on one key thing at a time. And so we would set goals in these 90-day increments. So take three months. Okay. And these were bigger goals, obviously. Sometimes they're smaller goals and you're like, oh, I can do that in one month and I'm going to establish that pattern. And then I'm going to incorporate something on top of that. So you can see like if, for example, your goal was to, I'm going to cook five homemade meals a week for my family. Are you going to start off with that? Are you going to start off with, let's start off with, if you're not cooking any, start off with one and then maybe move it up to two. You know what I mean? So that you're making incremental progress. You don't expect too much of yourself at the beginning. Right. You, you grow into it. I like that idea. Yeah. So kind of breaking it down and saying, okay, I'm going to do this in baby steps so that I don't overwhelm myself (laughs) and just say, ah, I can't do this. And I give up because it's just not achievable. And that's the problem that most people have is they set these goals in their brain and they're like, I'm going to do it. 
and they go for like five days. And then all of a sudden life happens because we're moms and they're just like, oh, I can't. It's too much. I'm overwhelmed with life. I'm overwhelmed with kids and their challenges. And I can't do my goal anymore. And so instead of doing that, kind of breaking it down and giving yourself grace when things happen and planning for that to happen. Do you know what I mean? If this happens, here's my next step. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a good idea. You have an alternate. Yeah. Because if a child gets sick, it's amazing how many things go different than you had planned. Yeah. Yeah. And another really good idea when you're setting a goal is to have a minimum and a maximum. So for example, maybe your goal is to exercise each week. Well, I'm going to exercise three times this week, but pause and think, do you have to exercise 60 minutes or do you have to exercise five minutes? And so setting a minimum and a maximum so that on those days, your kids get sick and you're like on the days that are terrible, I'm going to do 10 sit-ups and I'm going to walk up and down the stairs five times, which we probably do if you live in any sort of apartment or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So set right. a minimum goal for the days that are just like, it's not going to happen and setting a maximum of here's what's going to happen on a good day. And so giving yourself that grace that, okay, I'm going to exercise three times a week. And on this week, there was one day I did 30 minutes. There was another day I did 30 minutes. And then there's that one day that looked awful. and. I did the minimum. I did five, but Hey, I did it still. You did it. You still accomplished your goal (laughs) and you're within that, that framework. You talked about an accountability group when there was a goal or something that our children were doing, we would have a keyword and only this child. And I would know that keyword. And same with me, with a couple of my children, if I was trying to reach something and they thought that I needed some support, they would say that key word mm-hmm. and I'd smile and nod and go, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't bugging them. It was just reminding them that they were maybe a little off on the goal that they had set for themselves. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, before we get into what makes goals more achievable, we're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, we'll talk about some of the key things you can do to make goals more achievable for you and to make it more likely that you will accomplish them. So stay tuned. The mission of American Mothers is to educate, inspire, and recognize mothers through programs that teach, support, and honor mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. I personally invite you to join with us as we work together to build mothers and our families. Go to AmericanMothers.org to find out more about the organization, and please click join. We welcome you to join us mom to mom. Hello and welcome back. We've been talking about changes to the podcast and the busyness of motherhood and resolutions. Do we love them or do we not love them? (laughs) We've talked about the importance of looking at where we've been and how far we've come in mothering, in our lives, and also what makes goals achievable. So what do we do to make goals more achievable? The first thing you can do is to write it down. 
Now, write down the overarching goal that you want to accomplish, whether that's cooking meals, whether that's spending time with a child, whatever it is, pick one goal. You can make a list of all your goals you want to do, but just start with one because you don't want to overwhelm yourself and make too many changes that you just can't maintain. So start with one little goal and then just decide how am I going to do that? When am I going to do that? Write down the specifics. They talk about having smart goals. Deanne, do you want to talk about what a smart goal is? Okay, the first time I heard about a smart goal, excuse me, I'm just getting over bronchitis and my voice is a little um, unpredictable right now. But I said smart. Okay, that is really overwhelming to me because sometimes I don't think goals are very smart, at least for me. (laughs) (laughs) I have these pie in the sky dreams. I go, I'm never going to be able to get them. But I started to really understand what smart means. And it's an acronym for smart. S, be specific. Write down specifically what you want. You have your overarching thing, but specifically what can you do to attain that goal? And then make it measurable. Like Tamara was talking about earlier, I'm going to exercise three times a week. And what's acceptable on that? The five minute, the 30 minute. Mm-hmm. So make it measurable and make sure it is achievable. That's another thing Tamara talked about. Mm-hmm. Don't expect yourself to accomplish it all at one time. Doing a meal, make it achievable. You start the first week with one meal, two meals the next week. That's achievable for most everybody. But then there are always those exceptions. But you can always pick it up. If you fall off the wagon, like I said before, it's okay. You start it, but don't let that be an excuse. Get back on the wagon. Mm-hmm. And, and continue your ride. So we have specific, measurable, achievable. And next, is it relevant? Is this goal really relevant or how you're going to accomplish this goal relevant to your life? Is it helping you progress where you want to go? And the last one is time bound. Means specific deadline for the, its accomplishment. Now, if you don't get all the way through that and accomplish everything in that amount of time, evaluate. It does can always be adjusted. This is your goal. This is your this is your deal. But don't give yourself too many excuses because you want to <laughs> really achieve this. You really want it to happen. And then, like we said before, it's okay if you don't get it 100% done. Give yourself grace because life happens and you're a mom. You have so many other things happening. Don't make it an excuse. Own what you've been able to achieve and then modify your goals. But be smart about it. Not only in the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, but accept who you are and embrace yourself as a person. So there's two kinds of smart in this whole thing. Yeah. Smart to achieving goals and smart to being kind to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so make sure you write these down, write down these things so that they are achievable for you. Now, the key piece that I really want to talk about today is having an accountability partner. And what I mean by that is, let me give you an example. I remember being a young mother and just having had 
my first baby. There happened to be another lady in the same apartment complex as my husband and I lived in, and she had just had her first baby as well. And so there we were, you know, realizing that that lovely little pouch that we had gotten during our first pregnancy wasn't going to suddenly just disappear. And I remember her saying, Tamara, would you be interested in coming over to my house and exercising with me a couple of times a week? And I was just like, sure. You know, not only was it give us time to socialize and hang out and talk about motherhood, which we mothers need, we need other mothers, but we were kind of setting a goal together that we were going to exercise. And I will tell you that first week, (laughs) I'm just glad that we didn't have smartphones back then because we looked awful. We, We put in like an old VHS tape. Don't laugh. This is really dating me here, but, uh, an old VHS tape that she had, of they were kind of stomach exercises. <laughs> and I remember the person just going and going. And I remember at one point just collapsing back on the ground and just saying, I can't do anymore, <laughs> but you got to start somewhere. And the cool thing about having that accountability partner is we were so much more likely to get on there and do something painful when somebody else was doing it with us. And when there was somebody fun to be doing it with, and we would always hang out either before or after, and it just made the goal fun and it made it more doable. One of the beautiful things about having an accountability partner or somebody that you're setting the goal with or that you're accountable to is that you're so much more likely to achieve the goal. In fact, statistics show that if you have an appointment set up where you report back to somebody every week, so say you have an accountability partner, they don't even have to do it with you. They could be somebody, a friend, a neighbor, somebody in your church that you say, will you be my accountability partner? I'm going to report back to you every Sunday night at 5 p.m. or whenever you set it up. And I'm going to report back to you how I did with my goal that week. And you better believe that Sunday at 4 p.m., if you haven't done anything yet, you're going to suddenly get, oh, I've got to call them at five. I better do that. So it's amazing if you have an accountability partner, either somebody to do it with you, that makes it easier. But if you have a specific time that you're supposed to call and report, for example, I have an accountability call Monday mornings at 8 a.m., with a group of author friends that I report back progress. And I actually report mostly back on podcasting, but they report back on their writing goals. And sometimes things, life happens and we don't get as much done and we give each other grace for that, but we're on that accountability call Monday mornings at eight reporting back. Here's how we did this week. And some weeks we're setting goals that have huge things because life circumstances are awesome. And other weeks we're looking at our life and a lot of us are parents and things. Oh, we've got a million doctor's appointments this week with kids and for ourselves. And we've had friends get surgeries. And so there's weeks we're doing really awesome and there's weeks we're not, but because of the consistency, as I look back over the last several years, we've been doing this, we've all made huge strides just because we're on that call every week. And you can do something like that too. That's a great idea. Something else 
I'm really apologize for my voice, but I want to talk and say this thing. I think it's important that when we plan for a change, we have to mentally prepare for that change hmm. in our lives, in our appearance or whatever, in our families, whatever that is for us. We have to be able to accept that emotional and mental change that will come upon us as we are persistent and consistent in our goals. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we've talked about having smart goals. We've talked about accountability partners, writing things down, giving yourself grace, setting a minimum and a maximum for a goal that you're talking about. These are things that make goals more achievable. And if you even had one thing just pop into your head while we've been talking about this, I invite you to take some time today and act on that. Write down the thought that you had. You know what? The way they said that, it makes me want to set this tiny little goal in my life. And how can I make that more achievable? Write it down. Break it down into a minimum and a maximum of how you're going to do that. Make it a smart goal, as Deanne talked about. And find somebody that you can report back to, either someone that will do it with you. You can maybe take some time. Who, who would do this with me? Or who can I report back to each week? Maybe they're setting a similar goal. And maybe because you're inviting them to be your accountability partner, they'll ask you to do the same for them. Because honestly, we need to help and love and support each other. And it helps us to see others being successful. And sometimes it helps us to see other people be unsuccessful sometimes because then we realize, oh, I'm not the only one that sometimes has bad weeks, but we keep going, right? We keep making progress. You said one statement in there, and I heard the word little. And I think if you're starting on doing goals and you haven't done them before, start with something smaller mm -hmm. so you don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah. I And I, I wished I could talk more, but I don't <laughs> want you to hear my gravelly voice. But I really appreciate the time today talking about goals and resolutions. Remember, the resolution is the overall, overall vision of what you have for your life. But you need to write those goals down, be specific, have them measurable, have them be achievable, have them be realistic, and also time measurable. And I know you can do it. It might be hard. And good things are always hard, it seems like. But that's the way life is. One more thing before we close. Tamara, I really want to remind these wonderful listeners that the American Mothers Convention is coming up. The first in-person convention in three years. And it's going to be April 20th through 22nd in Omaha, Nebraska. Do you want to tell them where they can find information so they can understand better? Oh, the theme of the convention is in mother words. We are telling stories in the words of mothers. And you come and listen to all these amazing stories of the mothers who you associate with. Oh, we, I'm so excited. Absolutely. So if you go to AmericanMothers.org, you'll see on the top bar there, the 2023 National Convention. If you click on that, it will bring you up to the page where you can scroll through and see what's going to be happening, the general schedule. At the very bottom, it tells you where it's going to be held at the hotel in Omaha. 
the Hilton. And then you can also click the registration button. We have an early bird special going on right now. It's $325 per person and the hotel. Is that in addition to the hotel or does that include the hotel, Deanne? That's in addition. At the very bottom of the first page, there's a link to, to reserve your hotel room also. And okay. it's only 155 per night. And you can have multiple people in the room for that same price. So you can split the room. So it's very affordable. And it's mid-country. Mid We're really excited to be able to bring people more easily together from around the country because it's more central. So if you are looking for a fun girls weekend <laughs> where you just need to get away, grab a friend, sign up for the National American Mothers Convention in April and come join us. We can laugh together. We can cry together. We can support and celebrate one another. We'll be able to have the National Mother of the Year appointed and that's always exciting and so come it'll be awesome we'll be doing some recordings for the podcast there where you can share some of your mothering stories the fun ones the silly ones the serious ones and the proud ones because we have all the emotions as mothers right <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us today as American mothers, we have been working with the United Nations and the Commission on the Status of Women to raise awareness about issues impacting women and children worldwide. Isn't that amazing? Oh my gosh, when I found that out, I'm like, this is epic. This is really, really cool. So next week, we are bringing on Canel Brannon, who is in charge of this arm of American mothers to talk about our role as American mothers in this global organization of impacting women worldwide through the United Nations. So we're so, so excited to bring her on our next episode and hope that you will join us for that. Thanks for joining us today. And I hope that you're able to write down a goal and start acting on it as we begin this new 2023 year. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom -mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.